Hey friends, it's Mark James. I am just driving between Wales and England, crossing the Prince of Wales Bridge and back into England. I've been to Treco Bay tonight, which is a lovely holiday park in the south of Wales, one at which I always enjoy performing. The audience are always nice. I always get loads of nice comments on Facebook afterwards. The team are always really nice. It's just a great little gig. The only thing that's a bummer about it is that it's like three hours and 40 minutes from home if the drive goes really well. It's meant to be four hours and a quarter, but it never takes that long. So it was a one-off because I'm basically off this week, apart from that gig. thought I'd put one gig in just to keep my hand in, you know. <laughs> so I went down, did the show, drove back, all is well. And I'm driving back home now. I've just been speaking to some pals, my Call of Duty friends, because even though I'm going to get in at like half one, quarter to two, if they're still up, I might just have a little drop and play Call of Duty for an hour before bed. And uh, so I've got to give shout outs to Tom Bolton, firstly, who, as you know, I went and met in Durham the other night with Sarah. Now, Tom is in his early 20s. Sarah and I, I'm 35, Sarah's 40, although she looks younger than me. Tom said there was a point when we were out. He never said this on the night, but he said there was a point when we were out when he thought, I wonder if anybody thinks these are my parents. (laughs) Fuck me. Thanks for making me feel old, Tom. I mean, I'd have to have been 15. When you were, when I had you, but you know, it is possible, I suppose. So yeah, uh, he said he wondered if people thought we were his parents. That made me feel tremendous, obviously. Sorry, by the way, if you're listening to this and uh, you're aware that I've got headphones in and obviously I'm driving, I know that's nobody's favorite way for me to record because it can occasionally be a little bit loud, but it is what it is. So uh, that was that. Uh, Elliot Bibby has just got 10,000 followers on TikTok on his account, The Toasty King, where he makes toasties. It's ridiculous, I know, but he's got 10,000 followers somehow. (laughs) And that means, sorry, bless me, oh, gesundheit, that he gets 20p now. He's in the creator fund. So now he gets 20p for every million views he gets. I mean, have you ever heard anything as stupid in your life? A million views is 20p. I heard once upon a time that on YouTube, Yowtube, I just had to take my, um, what's it called, my earphone out for a sec. On YouTube, if you got 5 million hits, that translated to $30,000 once upon a time. That was YouTube's original pay scheme, from what I'm aware, but I don't know what it is now. And last but not least, Tom Mullinger goes by the name Jester, the magician. Uh, he said I had to say something nice about him. So what I'll say is, he's got a lovely beard. His beard's very long. When he first turned his camera on, you could only see the bottom of his face and his mouth and his beard. Looked like he was trying to hide his identity, like a secret identity, given evidence in a trial. Just the bottom half of his face. But uh, yeah, he said, say something nice about him. So what I'll say about him is, he's got a lovely beard, which apparently he's getting trimmed tomorrow. He goes to the barbers for it trimmed. Crazy to me that. I, uh, I can do it myself all the time. I have a very thin beard, though, a very tight beard that I keep uh, keep down. Keep uh, I, I quite enjoy keeping my beard tidy. A mix of, you know, the wet shave. I use Harry's razors. They sell them in boots and stuff. I mean, they sell them all over the place, but they're like a cheap alternative to Gillette, but they're not shit. They're really good. You get It's got like a nice rubberized handle that comes in multiple colors and then the shaving head itself is just like a Gillette one except uh it's only like five or six pound for four blades 
Whereas Gillette four blades sets you back 12 to 14 pounds now. It's a ripoff. Blades for shavers are really badly overpriced. I did for a brief time. Sorry, my headphone crackles in my ear. My right airport. I've dropped it so many times it now makes a crackling noise occasionally. And I always worry that it comes across on the recording. Um, yeah, one, for, for a brief time, I did use a single blade cutthroat razor. But it's no good if you're in a rush. You have to have a bath and, you know, lather up the shaving foam with a brush and everything. You're going to use that. I feel like you've got to do it all properly. So the safety razor, you know, the Gillette style, that's the one I'm using now. And um, the Harry's ones are easily the best. Because the razors are great. You don't mind getting through them because they're not very expensive. And I like the nice rubberized colored handle. Mine are orange, obviously, because I love orange. It's my favorite color. So I use those and I was recommending them to these friends the other day. But they were saying Tom can barely grow a beard because he's too young. Elliot seems to, you know, keep his, I don't know how he shaves his. He's got like one of those five o'clock stubble type beards. And Jester's got a proper big beard, very thick black beard. But he gets his done at the barber, apparently. So I can't. It's not not too long between cuts between me. And I go to the barber every week as well. I literally go to the barber every seven to ten days. Probably once a week. I'll go like Monday one week, Wednesday, Friday, something like that the next week. And then, you know, keep rolling it on. Every ten days I'll get to the barbers and get a haircut. I keep it very tidy. I think it's because I'm more aware than ever that I'm going bald. I'm going bald a little bit in the front. It's not receding, so to speak. It has receded, of course, from when I was much younger. But the middle of my hair just has a little bit. The middle front just has a little bit that's missing. If you ever... Sorry, my headphones playing up. If you ever look at pictures of me, you'll see the little bit at the front where my hair just seems to be missing. And then if you ever look at promotional pictures of me, you'll notice that on them, it's not there. Because on promotional pictures, I use a tool on Photoshop called Clone Stamp, where you basically can copy an area and then you can paste it anywhere else. And it's very uh, good. So I clone stamp a little bit of the front of my hair and then I move it across to the bit that's missing and I paste it back in. So if you look at my promotional pictures, I've got a perfect straight hairline. <laughs> but if you look at any normal pictures that I take, selfies and whatnot, you can see the little bit that's missing. And then on the back, I'm going a little bald at the back as well on the crown. My dad went completely bald there. So I guess I'll go the same way. Now, I'll be honest and tell you, I really, really don't mind. You know, I Photoshop that in because you can and it annoys me on photographs. But in real life, I'm certainly not particular about it in the fact that I won't fight to keep it. I mean, at the minute I get my hair cut and I keep it short so that it's not that noticeable because I feel like it gets more noticeable when my hair gets longer. But when it really starts to go, if getting my hair cut short doesn't hide it anymore, I will just shave my head. I'll go to the barbers and I'll get my head fully bald, big shaved, and I won't mind at all. Because I feel like if you've got a beard and soft features and you wear glasses, you can get away with a bald head without looking thuggish. That's what people are afraid of, isn't it, with a bald head? People are afraid of looking a little bit thuggish. Just having a sip of water. Um... So I certainly don't want to look thuggish in my profession, but I feel like if I do get on the old weight loss and I wear my glasses and, you know, get a bald head, I'll get away with it. 
Speaking of glasses, I bought some new glasses yesterday. They've been delivered today. They're currently in an Amazon box outside next to the recycling bins. Um, they're clear. I think I mentioned the other day on the podcast I wanted some clear frames. Now, they're not completely clear. You know, they're like a like a grayish clear white plastic. So it's not like they're invisible. They're not as clear as the glass that will be in them that you'll look through. But I think they sell them as blue light blocking glasses. That's their intention. But I'm going to get the blue light glass taken out of them and have my normal prescription replaced into them. Which is something that I do quite often. I frequently buy my Ray-Ban glasses that I wear, the black thick ones you might have seen on pictures of me. Um, They were actually sunglasses, thick black Ray-Ban sunglasses. They look like Buddy Holly's glasses if you've seen Buddy Holly, which is what I wanted them to look like. I went to Sweden and I found those glasses in the opticians. Uh, There were sunglasses. I thought they were really cool. I asked them if they could turn them into regular glasses. Now, bear in mind, I was in Sweden every other day for a month. So it was nice to have a little project to do. So I went and I picked them and they said, yeah, we'll have to give you an eye test. We can't do it today. We can do it tomorrow. And I said, what about the day after? Because tomorrow I'll be in Finland. So then the day after I went back and they did the eye test, got the whole prescription. Then they said it'll take four days. So then, you know, two trips later, four days, I went back in. I got them. They fitted them to me and boom, I had them and it was lovely. And so ever since then, ever since I've realized you can do that, because let me tell you, when you go to the opticians and you get your glasses, right, the actual glass that's in your glasses probably costs about 40 quid. The actual glass that you look through, the thing that helps you be able to see, is about 40 pounds. And all of the rest of the money that you pay for your glasses is for the frames, because frames for glasses are horrifically overpriced. So instead of doing that, just go and find some frames that you like. Like I've had shitty, you know, when you get like red sunglasses at the at the beach and, you know, they're just red frames, but with sunglasses in. I've had them for glasses before. I've had Ray-Bans for glasses before. I've had like all sorts of different ones. And all I ever do is I buy some shitty sunglasses or whatever anywhere. I look at the frames and I think they're cool. And I pay two or three pounds for them. I pop the glass out of them so I can see what they look like without the glass in, obviously, once I bought them. And then I think, yeah, they'll be good. And then I take them to the opticians and I say, can you put my prescription into these? And they say, yeah, it'll cost 40 quid. You go pick them up a week later and boom, you've got any glasses you want. And you can literally pick any frames and they're much cheaper. For some reason, when glasses are going in opticians' frames, they overcharge for them. For the same quality of good frames that you can find anywhere else, that are just meant for fashion glasses or for whatever. You can get them turned into glasses. But not a lot of people know that you can do that. And I only learned that when I went to get the glass and some glasses replaced. And they said it would be 40 quid. And I said, so can I just bring any glasses in here and you put my prescription in? And they said, yeah. And so that's what I've been doing ever since. Which is why when you see me, I've always got loads of different cool pairs of, you know, unusual glasses. So the next set I'm going to get are those clear ones. I've bought a circular type pair, which is like what I'm wearing now, and I've bought a square pair, and then when I get home, I'm going to try them both on, I'll see which ones I like best, and then literally tomorrow, I'll go on a walk, and uh, I'll get, I'll go to the opticians that I go to, I'll get them to put my prescription in, jobs are good, I'll be over the moon. So, to match those glasses, I've also bought a Casio watch. Now, if you search Casio watches, 
actually it's a G-Shock, it's a G-Shock watch, but it's got uh, clear, it's a clear strap, it's a transparent G-Shock, and I really like them, I've been looking at them online for a while, so when I wear the clear glasses, I'm going to wear the clear strap watch as well, and the pair will match, that's what I've been doing, anyway, that's the pod, I hope you enjoyed it, I'll see you tomorrow, Sunday was episode 300, today's Wednesday, that's episode 303, isn't it? Wild. We keep going. Look at that. 62 days left until we've done a year. God. Bye, friends.